0: Hey guys, welcome to the Whiskey Slews podcast. We are ready for another episode today. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking with Grant and me here, Bob, and we are going to be discussing some of our favorite and least favorite fuck-ups of our hunting season. Yeah. So Grant, um, give you people a little bit of background. Me and Grant usually are paired up together when we go hunting. Um, Sam and Hunter usually go together and then the kids kind of fill in where needed. Um, but, G- but we're
1: the dynamic duo. We're the dynamic duo. If we- anybody wants to know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If your schedule falls right hunting with us, you're going to be with us Yeah, if, if
0: you get get us two out of three of them days, oh, boys. You'll whoa, kill boy.
1: geese, but you won't kill ducks. You, yeah,
0: yeah, what they said. The geese, <laughs> you better know we're chasing geese. We got all the geese spots. <laughs> <laughs> you want to chase ducks? We'll save them for your duck day. We, we are going to be out there chasing them honkers, and we are going to fuck them uh we out here to kill them big tonies
1: that's right big tonies big tonies
0: we out here for that
1: grant um
0: we've talked about a lot of the hunts throughout these episodes let's see which hunts are are on your top 10 list um which which one's your favorite that we went on this year
1: well before we started doing the whole schedule thing which wasn't until like what? When did we start doing that? Like oh, December? Man.
0: It was it was before right before goose season. Towards the end of duck season, we started doing you and me just hunt. Yeah. Together. Before that, it was you roll the dice who you were hunting with. Yeah. Um,
1: not the move. Yeah. No. That that kind of sucked because you couldn't get in the you couldn't
0: get, get in the groove. Your partner calling just wasn't there. Like when you hunt with the same guy every single day, especially for geese, you get a rhythm on a goose call. Um, you get really in tuned with this is how they call, this is when they call, this is what they do, this is what they do when the bird's doing this, and you slowly start to
1: adapt, learn, change, build yeah. with each other. Makes a huge difference. I'll start off, I guess, with uh, probably the most frustrating best goose hunt. I know exactly which one. You know exactly which you one. You think I'm about the one with the
0: cows and the pivot.
1: Yeah. And Jacob one. going a mile away to get that yeah, goose. That, that one.
0: Oh, man, dude. That, we were in a field. I've never hated such a good hunt so I've much. I've never,
1: ever, <laughs> ever hated such a good hunt. And it wasn't anything to do with clients. It wasn't anything to do with anything we could No, control. the clients were fantastic. It was all the birds and just the weather. Like, it was just. Dude, we had we had a couple of those
0: hunts like that where it was like they were such fantastic hunts. But, but there would, was
1: something whittled that we just couldn't we'd change. would just done, fucked us. We'd get yeah. done with the hunt. And Hunter and Sam would be like, fuck yeah, you guys shot a limit. And it's like, it was fucking awful. (laughs) It was terrible.
0: Our attitudes were terrible. We had terrible attitudes because we're both like, we want everything perfect. We want everything just right. And this hunt, man, we'd been
1: watching these birds for how long? There was birds in this. There was tens of 20,000 birds in this field for a week straight, basically off and on. And I'd hunted the field before. Got permission on it. Dude was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Dude's chill. Uh, he always lets us hunt. He was just like, I don't care. Yeah, go for it. You got to love those landowners. Talk to the talk to guy who days. lives on it. He was like, just talk to the guy who lives on it. and If he's okay with it, I don't care. And, like, we knew going into it in the morning. Like, we didn't have to wake up crazy early. It was one of those hunts where it's like, kind of cold in the morning. Didn't have to be there super, super early. I don't think we had the clients show up until, like, after sunrise
0: no like an hour after shooting light yeah um, these birds weren't moving it was pretty cool we were able to go out we knew where they were roosted on the river um thankfully you could see the river from where we had access and so we drove over we saw the river was loaded they'd also been roosting on some private lakes not too far off the river and those private lakes they, they didn't seem to be there but the river roosted grown the significantly river roost. so we think they just moved there but we knew our birds were there. Um, Kind of give you guys a little rundown. This field, a huge cornfield. Um, they were running cows in it, and kind of what was happening is we were really buried in snow at the time, and these cows were out there trampling the snow down to where these geese could land and get into the stocks and opening up some bare dirt. And there wasn't a lot of bare dirt in the area. And well, when so, we
1: got there the next morning, there wasn't bare dirt. Like it no, looked like it, when they were feeding at in the afternoons and
0: stuff. Like. They'd been picking in the cow hoof prints while they were on top of the snow. You could see the tracks everywhere on top of the snow. And we had to really – this field was kind of along a highway. So to get back to it, we had to come in from the side road. And it was it was an adventure getting back there. The snow was deep. It um, was way
1: deeper than we thought it was. We tried
0: be. to make it most of the way with a truck. We could only make it so far. Then we had to switch to a side-by-side. We got in – we got in –
1: Probably, like, cause we had to go around the field edge, cause there was big snowdrifts in the takes, middle. it took us like
0: 30 minutes just to get around that field. And then
1: there was just weird ass, like, electric fences in the most random places, like, cause the guy cause tried they to. Had, he well, tried it was such a big field
0: they had it um, in yeah. a different quadrants so that they could, you know, graze one, then move them to the next, then move them to the next, and it just made it real wacky to hunt. But we finally got in there. We ran a mixture of silos and sleeper shells. We put sleeper shells in the hole, kind of made, like, a J with them. We ran just a... And then we ran, like, 40 dozen Well, silos. we had your
1: buddy, Jacob, helping.
0: Jacob was helping. And so we set out a massive... Oh, we ran a bunch of full bodies, too. We filled the hole with full bodies and shells. We probably ran then, 10 dozen full
1: bodies and 30 yeah. dozen, 40 dozen silos.
0: Yeah, and then plus the shells. and So our kind of goal was, let's give them some realism to land in, um, but let's build some numbers. We made a big J spread to where... The long side of the J was as they came off the river, they'd kind of be coming into the wind, hit this leg of the J and hopefully kind of curve into the pocket. And the big thing that we played with a lot during that day was we were running some clones um, on persuaders, off persuaders, we were playing with them all sorts of different ways to see how they'd react because it seems like every day they react a little different to them. we were running a couple of those, which the motion seemed to help get their eyes off the hide a little bit. We had some heads that were a little hard to hide. We had
1: a little bit of a hill with the snow. Yeah, we had. I mean, we had a great hide. It was snow cover layouts. and like we were hidden as like we were super well hidden. It was just like, I think we adjusted the damn decoy spread at least thirty times that day. Oh, at least it was but like after every flock. It was like, all right, let's change the damn decoys.
0: And it wasn't like. You know, we saw, to kind of give you guys a breakdown of when it started, we were like, holy shit, it's about to start. Because it was like, all of a sudden, group after group, you could see them all coming. Like, you could just see a line of geese come from the river, because we were a ways off it. And we were like, holy shit. And so the first group gets there, they do it, second group kind of does it, but like, nothing would finish... In the hole, like
1: feet down. Like nothing like 10 yards in front. Like no. it'd be like 30 yard shots, which like Bob like and I 25, are.
0: 25, 30 yard shots. We're, we're taking them. You know, we but got like, some cross shots. We got some up high shots. We were shooting them kind of high, low, and sideways, but it wasn't like we were sky busting. I mean, they were all well within range, but it just wasn't like we could finish it them wasn't, out front. It in the wasn't hole.
1: perfect how we wanted. I think the best part of the day was the first group we shot off to the left side, and uh, that, that younger kid was sitting on the oh, left God. side.
0: That kid was a good time. One of his first waterfowl hunts,
1: having an absolute blast out there It was one us. of, I think it was his first goose hunt. Like, he'd shot ducks before, but he'd never done the goose thing. Yeah. And so, like, he wasn't used to it. He downed a goose, and we didn't run a dog that day at all. And so it was just like, all right, we're going to go get all the birds type thing. And he shot one just outside the decoys. It was maybe 40 yards from the blinds, like, where it ended. <laughs> and he went up to that thing, like, 10 yards and shot it. Like Oh, if
0: even 10 yards. that he man shot was that thing. Close. He unloaded, there was
1: nothing left. He unloaded three shells out of it. It didn't even have a neck. I was just like, just wring its damn neck.
0: <laughs> and the man came back with such a big smile. He's like, I got a goose. And I was like, heck, yeah, you did. Like, we were all laughing. We were so excited. The man just absolutely obliterated this thing. And he was smart, he shot it in the head, he didn't shoot any of the body, you know, like to where the meat was screwed yeah. up. But he just didn't want to wring its neck, so he just smoked its head off, and, you know, things happened. Yeah, it was, but, uh,
1: it was just one of those hunts where it was like, no matter what you could change, like decoy-wise, they just wouldn't center perfectly up, and it wasn't, and we changed the hide even, We changed everything i think we changed the hide even like we even we We moved the hide three times i want to say adjusted it we moved behind behind it it. we had
0: decoys on it we We put
1: socks over it at one point we had an extra layout we had tall socks under or in that layout we put tall socks up above nothing just they didn't really care for that we pulled the
0: tall socks they started getting closer and we tried putting decoys behind us. I mean, it was it was an adventure. The, the biggest thing that we found that helped us that day, if I wasn't mistaken, was we put those clones out and just kind of offset them a little bit. And they seemed to kind of not look towards the height as much. Rather I don't than know if fl- they were yet, seeing the hide. or I think hide we started
1: the morning with the clones in, like, the middle of the hole.
0: Well, we didn't run them for a little while. And then we put them out, and we had them on remotes, and we were stopping and stop, starting them, and they didn't like that. And then we just left it running and just offset it and put it kind of ways out there. And it seemed like they either wanted to land on it or they wanted to land at the other side of the hole, but they wouldn't land in the center of the pocket. And then finally, my favorite was that one group comes in, big group, just probably, I don't know, seven or eight of them in the bottom of the group just land right in the kill hole. And then there's a couple more finishing off to the side, and then there's a shitload of them right over the top of us. (laughs) And you call the shot – and you and me both yell in the decoys, in the decoys. All the birds in the just decoys leave because everybody pulls out of line. First up. thing you see is the geese at twenty yards above us, and not the geese at ten yards in the decoys. And they, I mean, they shot good. I, I have no complaints there. But it was just like, oh man, I wish they could have seen them in the decoys. Because a couple of the guys didn't even know we landed birds, and it was just, it was a good hunt. It was just like dang, man, I wish you could have seen it. That's
1: the one thing I hate about layouts more than anything is it's so hard to communicate with the clients where the birds are. Oh, like, so much. Because it was at that frames. point where like they were kind of sticking their heads out, and that was kind of fucking us a little bit. And it was like, all right, guys, let's just stay really far down. And then they were like so strictly far down. Dude, these
0: guys were like, yeah, yeah, man, we, we, we so get it. So then they
1: wouldn't even see the birds landing. Yeah, only- they,
0: they got so low, well, and they, they did fantastic. I mean, these guys were fucking awesome clients. But they come out of those blinds, and they were just solely trusting us to tell them where the birds were. Well, when you have three different groups of birds in range, and they come up, they're confused, they're shooting at whatever's first, you can't help it. I mean, it's just natural reaction. You're going to come out, you're going to see a bird, and you're going to shoot the bird. The
1: thing that sucked about it was it was all big honkers, too. And those big honkers came in, like, bigger groups than normal. Like, when you think big honkers, you think, like groups of, like, 5 to 7, and they were coming in groups of, like, 30 to 50. Yeah, we, it, they like were nice-sized groups for sure. Like, it was just that big of a feed that everything was just, like, coming in groups of 30 to 50, so you'd peel off, like, 10 of them in the hole, and we'd see the, and they'd see the ones that were, like, bigger groups up above at, like, 20, 30 yards rather than the ones in the decoys. It was just one of those hunts where it was, like, decoying so many birds that it took so long and it wasn't anything to do with shooting it was just all with birds just being weird finicky centered up late in the seat late in the season it was just weird but uh, it was it was one of those hunts where we were done at like three two o'clock i think we finished at two it, one or two yeah we were done early man i mean
0: we finished out our women we were happy. Clients were thrilled. It was a good hunt. I mean, we, we beat into geese. We, we had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. We were just, as guides, you know, man, you you want not put everything in that hole. You want to put everything perfect. And so it was kind of frustrating to us because it was like, man, we're working so hard to get them right centered up, and they just didn't quite want to be dead, dead center. And so that's where it was a little bit frustrating, but, man, you just got to roll with the punches and keep on rolling on those hunts, and thank God we were shooting geese. I mean, oh yeah, there's definitely, as we all talk, you know, there's good days and bad
1: days of guiding, but, you know, any day you're shooting a lot of birds, that's a good day. Yeah, no, I mean, they were happy as fuck. Like, it was just frustrating from our end, but it was also a great hunt, too. I mean, you shot 40 geese, 45 geese. Yeah. It was just one of those things where I was like, God.
0: Well, I mean, it center. wasn't like it was a long hunt. We shot them in a couple hours. It was the, – the, the thing was, it was – we were shooting them consistently. We just weren't shooting them all in the hole. You know, we were shooting some up top, some out front, some a little to the right, some to the left. You know, we had some groups where it's, hey, you three guys on the right have a shot, but nobody else does. Yeah. And so, that is a guide. It, it makes you a little upset because you want everybody to have good shooting, everybody to have equal shooting and you just want them right in the hole where, you know, when they come up to shoot and you got six guns blazing or eight guns or whatever we had that day.
1: I think we had eight or nine.
0: Yeah. When they come up, you want them just to all be able to shoot into the group, and sometimes that just doesn't
1: happen. I think we rotated. Like, at at one point in the hunt, we were just like, oh, fuck, they're just all finishing on this side.
0: Yeah, we had to switch who was wearing the blinds. Um, We switched,
1: like, at least two or three times just so everybody could get their birds. Well, and we had – out
0: of the group, it wasn't um, an exclusive group, so we had a couple people from one party and a couple people from another, and so it was. It seemed like one party was getting more shooting, so we were trying to switch things up, make sure everything was fair, everybody was having the same amount of fun, yeah, same amount of shooting, everything like that.
1: Yeah, that was. It was a good hunt. I think the best part of the hunt was watching Jacob go after a goose, like oh man, all the way by the pickups, like. Dude, so a mile away. for
0: those of you guys who don't know, Jacob's a good friend of ours, been hunting with us since we were younger, and he comes out and hunts all the time. And this day we knew we were gonna be running a big spread. We knew it wasn't gonna be an easy setup, we knew it wasn't gonna be an easy teardown, we knew we were gonna get into the geese pretty good. We said, Hey man, we could use some help. And so it was a weekend, thank god thank God. So he he's was a, able to come.
1: He's an absolute workhorse. He
0: is. He is one of the hardest working guys you'll ever meet. And we sailed some geese that I mean I kid
1: you not I bet they went a half mile. I wouldn't have picked them up till the hunt was over. Like we just, would have taken a side by side. I to would go have get them. picked it up at the side by side after the hunt was over, and he was like, "I'll go get it." Like I was. Just like, this
0: man go. goes out there. My favorite part was the geese start pouring, and he'd lay down, like like a good guy does, and uh, these birds would come. <laughs> And he wouldn't get to get up for, like, 20 minutes. And then he'd get up, he'd make it, like, 10 yards before the next group was on deck. Yeah. And then he'd be laying back down. This man spent an hour and a half, I bet, trying to retrieve that one goose that went forever. Because normally, like we said, we'll get it at the end of the hunt if you can, um, whatever you got to do there. But he knew this goose was, like, still mobile and could probably still run through the field. And he's like, hey, man, why don't I go get it now so we don't risk losing it? Because we all absolutely, absolutely hate
1: losing birds. Well, that, and you just, I mean, you have to count it as your limit no matter what. Yeah, so, like, one way or another, you're counting that bird. So, like, I got the clicker, and I'm like, I already have that goose counted whether we can find it at the end of the hunt or not because we killed it. Like, it's its in the field. We just have to get it after. Like, we have it counted on the clicker. It was just one of those weird things. That Another good hunt that Jacob was on was that snow goose hunt. Where, dude, that
0: man came on a lot of good hunts with us.
1: But, yeah, that's no use hunt. I mean, H- Hunter and Sam scouted that night, and they absolutely put us on the gas. They the did. That,
0: that thing was – dude, they were like, hey, man, you want to be here. And we're like, all right, man, we're trusting your judgment. They're like, set up right here. We're like, yeah, man, you do it, dude. When those birds came rolling off, you see tens of thousands of birds getting up off the roof and headed your way. And they weren't headed just our way. They were headed – to us Like uh, Every single freaking bird Was coming Right to this X like, I mean, that
1: was such a Stupid oh, man, That like I think we shot What did we shoot In the morning We probably shot 40, 40 birds In the morning Oh dude We were just Beating some fucking ass we It was shot over 40 and over. snow geese In the morning And it was like Well I honestly don't know If they're gonna Come back to the field We beat up So many of them Dude And the and, thing was We were We were being picky I mean the one thing you'll notice if you hunt with me
0: and Grant is, and even the other guys, they're the same way, but especially with snow geese, me and Grant get really picky that they're in the hole. Dude, we let so many geese go that day because when, when we were working these snows, they all came in lines off the lake, and they'd be spinning down, spinning down, and we'd wait till we had 20 feet down in the hole to shoot. We weren't even shooting if yeah. it was less than that.
1: I mean, I'd rather personally have, I'd almost rather personally have somebody like upset that I'm not calling these so-called like good shots because I'd rather have birds in the hole and a bunch of them in the hole to where it's a really, really good shot. I mean, that day was so dumb that we had I think we came back from lunch that day. Clients wanted to hunt that afternoon. We we're like, yeah, let's hunt that afternoon. You know, I thought we'd beat them up pretty good in the morning. We did better in the afternoon even. And it was just like, well, we came back from lunch, and there was, what, five, six snow geese asleep in the damn spread? Yeah, dude, it was— Like, they were literally next to our, like, car battery and clones in the spread that were off all lunch, and they were sleeping next to them. Like, I think we got there. We rode the clients in, and we were like, load your guns up. Like, there may be something stupid. And I think the one client walked up and shot, like, three or four of them.
0: Yeah, no, that, that one kid was sitting there um, when we went in to walk in there. And I remember telling him, hey, I think there's some geese walking around. Why don't you take my shells? And I still laugh about it to this day. We, we, uh, we work with Apex pretty closely, so I have a lot of their TSS shells that we love to shoot. And he handed me um, – or I handed him some shells and said, go shoot them if they're there. Here's some extra shells. I didn't realize I'd gave him like 10 TSS shells. And he went and burned like, through them all and absolutely clobbered these snow like geese. Five, I
1: mean, have $7 shells apiece. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, like, these snows would come up and he's shooting them at like 15 yards with this TSS H Blowing shot. them up. Dude, I mean, the, it was just clouds of feathers. It looked like you opened a pillowcase and threw it through the air. Like, it was just,
1: it was ridiculous. It was, that was a, that was a good hunt. That was the hunt I brought. I think that was one of the first hunts I... So, (laughs) this is kind of funny. There's a gas station over by where we own land, and they have these tire bats, like, to hit your tire, like, for semis. And one day, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy one of these things. It's going to be a goose killer, like, for big Canada geese. I brought it on that snow goose hunt.
0: (laughs) Man, that thing
1: will finish a goose. That thing will finish a goose so easily. Like just, that
0: bat got some dents in it now. That
1: thing has a lot of dents in it. I think I still have it in my truck. Do you? Yeah, I think it's uh, under my back seat just waiting to go for this next season. <laughs> Goddamn. was that was a good one. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was probably our best fall snow goose hunt of all year, too. I think we finished with, like, 80 birds, but it was just – Really good shooting, like.
0: Dude, we had you and me had some barn burner freaking hunts.
1: Um, no, that wasn't the best snow goose hunt. No,
0: but I mean, like between snow goose hunts, we we burned the day down a few times. We Canada goose season, you and me, we we had a hell of a Canada goose season, which is on our hunts. Um, me and Grant, I mean, when it came to snows and Canada geese, we were we were burning and turning ducks. We we didn't quite hit the duck numbers the other guys had, but snows in Canada we were burning. But man.
1: ducks were a lot tougher last year. Compared Duc, to ducks ducks were tougher than previous
0: year. years. Um, I mean, it was a little bit. But of that's what it is. You gotta you gotta adapt. Dude, I mean, it, like I said, ducks were tougher. We had one of the best goose seasons we've ever had. It's it seems like it's kind of washed out. You know, it was like teal was a little tougher, but at that same time you're hunting doves, dove was the best we've ever had. Um, ducks were a little tougher. Geese were. Frickin' fantastic. Snows were great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I think that's exactly how it was. It was just like balance it out however you could. And I think I think one of my favorite snow goose hunts of the whole year was uh, <laughs> after you guys, you three, you, Sam, and Hunter, it was the hunt you guys talked about, I think, in the last podcast or two before about the hunt on the Slu. That same group. We went out the next day, and it was like – excuse me. It was like the next day, and it was like, all right, I'm going scouting on my own. I'm going to put the team on the back here.
0: Dude, you did. We we were all hunting
1: because Hunter was filming. We were were guiding. I didn't have anybody with me the next day besides I think I had one of our part-time guys help me in the morning and one switch off in the afternoon. Yeah, because you had somebody to help you pick
0: up decoys and put out decoys, but that was it.
1: Yeah, I was just like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. You know, I don't care. And I think we shot 88 snow geese, and you guys were texting me. Like, everybody texted mid-morning. Like, hey, how's the hunt going? I think we were at, like, 35 or something in the morning, and I was just like, man, this shit fucking sucks like we can't fucking decoy a bird <laughs> and but,
0: we're like dude you're, you're at 35 we're, birds what we're the still hell. At
1: 35 birds i think that was the iconic picture dude it was it was
0: a crazy hunt from what i gathered i think that was you the, weren't working group after group but you were wiping groups i mean when they came in you were beating their ass
1: i think that was the iconic picture where i sent a picture i i like to have a nice cigarette in the morning <laughs> I was having a cigarette, like, mid-morning, and I was just like, man, we're out here. Like, <laughs> some, do you remember what that was, what it said? It was, it was something like,
0: oh, I don't remember. It was, it was something like, like, we're out here, and uh, it was we're a, out here. It was
1: a picture of like, ah, oh, man, it's, it's a fucking tough hunt kind of thing. And they were like, well, what are you at? And I was like, oh, I don't know, like, 35, 40. I haven't been keeping track. It's snow geese kind of thing. And we went out that, that afternoon and we shot double that with two less clients because two of the clients were like, hell, we've already shot an 11 man of ducks and we've shot 40 snow geese already this morning. We're just going to go back to the lodge and drink. And then in the afternoon we shot even more snow geese. It was just one of those days where it was just like, man, just played out perfect, really.
0: Yeah, dude, I, we had a lot of those hunts where – um, It
1: just – it was wild like that, dude. Yeah, I think one the of the – The fact,
0: though, that you went and scouted for that, went and guided for that, though, that was that was impressive. Like, we knew that one day that we were going to need all hands on deck to burn a turn, and you were like, man – I will I will throw the team on my back. I will scout. I will guide. I will take a part-timer. Y'all just breathe. Let's do it. Well, the clients were was like, man, what are we going to do after we shoot shooting an 11-man of Mallards? No shit. They're like, we can't beat this. Dude, They're they like, came back so freaking happy
1: after them snow geese. I mean, they burned and turned. Like, the day after they shot the 11-man of Ducks, even, they were just like, well, this has already been the best hunt we've ever been on. Like, for Mallards, like, this was by far the best. It's like, man, I don't know what we can do. And then we went out and did that, and they were just like, yeah, mallard's is still a little bit better, but that was a lot of shooting. <laughs> Dude, Snows,
0: I, I have a hard time beating Snows in my world. I, I love Snows. I, I love Canada Geese. I love Ducks. But, man, when you get into Snows, it is so much action. They're one of the most underrated birds there is. It is just so much fast-paced action, so much shooting. You can have – However many guys, really, you want shooting into them
1: most of the time, and it just don't matter. It's I think my favorite part about snow goose season is here in Nebraska, our fall limit is 50 a person. You're never going to achieve that. Dude, if we ever do, I, I'm buying everybody beers
0: at the bar. Like if we ever stupid. achieve
1: a 50 person or 50 birds a person for a group of six to eight in the fall, I mean, that'd be four or five hundred snow geese. Like that is ungodly amount of birds. Yeah. And they they were like, Well, what's our limit on snow geese? Like all the clients are like that when we say we're gonna go hunt snow geese, they're like, Well, what how many can we shoot? And it's like, Well, you could shoot fifty a person, but you're not gonna obtain that Dude,
0: it's literally like it, it's conservation season, but there's regulations on it, so that there's regulations on it, but they might as well not exist for a lot of it. I like mean, The only big difference between conservation season and the fall is you have to have a plug-in, and you can only have the three shells, and you can't use electric calls. But in the fall, we get so many juvie pods around that mouth calls, setting decoy spreads, like, it just, it really doesn't seem
1: to matter. No, I would have absolutely loved to see, I would have loved to see two or three of those hunts that we could have had a plug out in oh the fall oh my god like, dude cuz you guys that same field you guys talked about shooting like 100 out of with four of you three of you basically in yeah. the spring was the same field we shot 80 some out of in the fall where it's like i don't know if you could like you could have shot 200 with no plugs but shit i don't know yeah
0: man we got into so many birds it was it was stupid dude
1: it was it was one of those things where it's like man if we could have had no pugs we could have doubled if not tripled all of our snow goose numbers in the fall cuz they decoy so freaking well
0: well you are shooting jubies and whether you're hunting them on the on the river or whether you're hunting them down in the basins whatever you know it, it really doesn't matter in the fall there there's so many juby pods that they're all juvies and they're all feeding in the same field there's not enough numbers that they're going everywhere
1: yeah. that on the days that you're on them you're on them well they could, they're only going to like one or two fields like yeah and that was the thing about that 88 bird day like that we shot in the fall it was like I, it wasn't even that great of a field it was just like every bird was flying over it and it was like there was a couple thousand in it that's like well, I think this is the best place to set up. We're going to set up here and we're going to give them hell, but it's, it may or may not be an absolute barn burner it's going to be a 40 bird day and it just turned out to be like every bird you pulled traffic-wise.
0: That's the thing with fall snows too is it seems like to traffic them is so much easier than in the spring. Like you got to work for them in the spring. Um Granted, you're using a lot of electric calls. You're using a lot of stuff that, in the fall, it's a lot of different tactics. But they're just there's so many of them in the spring, but they're still so tough to work. Where in the fall, there's not near the numbers, but they're all juvies. They haven't been shot at a lot. They're just a lot more responsive to decoys and calls.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. In the in the fall, compared to the spring, is like yeah, you gotta you gotta do a lot of work like on the calls and everything like decoys wise has to be perfect but compared to the spring there's not the numbers so they're not just going to go every which way like a damn grenade and scatter out all over the place off roost and it just makes it really good but yeah i don't know but yeah it, it was one of those things but yeah i think i think we're coming up on time guys so um if you guys want give me a call um check out our website uh if you want to book a hunt we have a few snow ga- snow goose dates left for this spring i think
0: Few. it's getting down down towards it's the getting end down
1: to it um, already and i mean we're in in this
0: episode by the time in, it comes out it'll be
1: it'll be close we're in july so yeah i mean there won't be much left so if you guys want to get on a spring snow goose hunt it's definitely one of those things or a canada goose hunt even february when the reverse is going oh dude really those good. are my
0: favorite dude we burn them down that time of year it's good it's fun well i missed out on
1: your guys' amazing river hunt even too because yeah, i was on a bachelor party you done fucked yourself there yeah i i messed up going on a bachelor trip <laughs> to north dakota to catch <laughs> oh, dude. five fish when i could have been back shooting a geese 30 40 geese day. in a in a spec band yeah. It was just one of those burning things.
0: Burning specs, burning canadas down, burning lessers. Down. But, oh, dude, it was just, it was stupid.
1: But yeah, well, uh, hop off this one. We got a guest coming up soon. So, yep.
0: All righty, guys. Like you said, if you are looking to check out the website, go ahead and give it a look at whiskeyslews.com. Um, all of our phone numbers should be on there and email as well if you need anything.
1: Yep. See you guys.